Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And without further ado, let's head right out to the WadeFord.com hotline. Welcome in our next guest, Christopher Price. He covers the NFL for the Patriot Report podcast. Christopher, appreciate the time. My pleasure. How are you doing this afternoon? Hey, I'm doing great. Uh, before we get out to some broader headlines, let's start with the team you cover. Uh, interesting season for Mac Jones and Bill Belichick with their whole offensive game plan and sort of the if you have two coordinators, you don't have any approach, and Mac really <laughs> seemed to take a step back. What, what did you make of the season for him and the team? Yeah, I think in a lot of ways for Mac specifically, it was a lost season. When you look at what he was able to do as a rookie, getting them to the postseason, obviously he wasn't the only reason they made the playoffs in his first year, but he was a sizable reason why. And then what you did last year, you know, this past season was you saddled them with two guys who were completely unfit for the job of offensive coordinator. And so I think they've taken a big step forward by bringing in Bill O'Brien. I think they're going to continue to invest around him. They're going to go out. They're going to get a couple of offensive tackles, ideally, and another pass catcher. And I think he should be back to where he needs to be going into the 2023 season. But yeah, 2022, this, this past year, it was a lost year for him in a lot of ways. Any sense that Bill's getting frustrated with the lack of success that he had compared to his first, I don't know, 20 years in the league? <laughs> yeah, you know what? You would think so. I think at his, at his core, though, Bill is a teacher, and I think that's one of the reasons that he's stayed in the game as long as he has. And, you know, he, he's able to work with these young guys and, and get them to a point where they're, you know, a competitive football team. And, and so I, I don't think that ultimately, to answer your question, I don't think that he's – you know, uh, upset. I think he understands that, you know, these last couple of years has been a process of hitting the reset button. And, you know, he wants to get them back to where they need to be as a franchise. How does Patriot Nation look at Tom Brady in the way that he ended his career? There's a little bit of regret there. You know, I, 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 and I think that's only natural when you look at a lot of guys. I mean, people in, you know, the San Francisco 49ers fans probably look at, you know, Joe Montana the same way that they would have loved to have had him for his entire career, but it just, you know, wasn't meant to be Indianapolis Colts fans with Peyton Manning. It just kind of is what it is, you know, with, with quarterbacks and, you know, that stage of their careers. So I, I think that there was a little bit of regret and, and I think that it spurred a lot of, you know, for years and years up here, the, the big conversation was, well, is it Brady or is it Belichick? And, and I think that, you know, with Tom getting to the Super Bowl, winning a Super Bowl and, and having success with the Buccaneers, I think there was very much of a knee jerk reaction. Well, well, it was all Brady. So, uh, you know, maybe that kind of, you know, the, the, the scales start to balance again. But I think ultimately, like I said, I think there was a little regret as to the way it ended. Here in Atlanta, we're also breaking in a new quarterback in Desmond Ritter. In your opinion, do you think the team should hand the keys over to him or should they bring in a guy to challenge him? Well, I think it's always good to challenge him. I, I think it's good to challenge a quarterback at any phase of his career. We saw that here in New England um, back in 2014 when they when they drafted Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, you know, Tom would admit it, but later it, it was very clear that, you know, it kind of put spurs to him a little bit. So I think competition in any position is good. Uh, that being said, if you're going to go with a guy like Ritter, I think you need to fully invest around him. One of the secrets to 
I think managing a young quarterback, and we've seen that here. You know, we just talked about this here at the top of the conversation, where you need to start put you need to put more guys around him than you would uh, a veteran quarterback. You need to do your best, your level best, to set that person up for success. Uh, and if that means bringing in, you know, a, an extra layer of protection at tackle or another playmaker, uh, that's what you need to do. So I, I think it depends on the situation. But if you are going to go that way, if you're going to go with, with a guy like Ritter, you need to do everything within your power to make sure he is set up for success, at least in the early stage of his career. Talking all things NFL with Christopher Price of the Patriots Report podcast right here, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Chris Thomason for the guys on Dukes and Bell this afternoon. All right, we're all waiting for the puff of white smoke and Rodgers to emerge out of the hole. Where do you think he lands? <laughs> I, you know what? I think he goes back to Green Bay. Maybe I'm just being naive. You know, I, I think that there's a comfort level there with, you know, the franchise and the fan base and, you know, playing in Lambeau and everything that goes with it. Of course, you know, I say that having covered a team with a you know quarterback who played for 20 years and then went off to Tampa Bay. So um, I, I have to believe that, you know, he, he ultimately ends up back in Green Bay. But yeah, I mean, he's the guy who you know, I, I spoke with someone yesterday about, you know, the whole quarterback carousel. It's like musical chairs. You know, he's the guy who starts the whole thing off. You know, he's the first domino to fall. And then guys like Derek Carr and, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo and, and the rest of them will kind of, you know, eventually start to follow. So I think for my money, as we sit here right now, what is it, February 20th? I think he ends up going back to Green Bay. But that could change at the drop of a hat, obviously. Yeah, you mentioned Jimmy Garoppolo, and he's one of the more curious quarterbacks in the league because we've seen him have team success the individual numbers are okay. You got to see him up close and personal for all those years. Is he a franchise quarterback? Yeah, I, I, I think I, I don't think he is a, a, a Rodgers, Brady, you know, Mahomes, multiple Super Bowl winning, you know. But I, I think he's a very, very good quarterback, and I, I think ultimately, then by you know by that definition, I think he's a I think he's a franchise quarterback. I would love to see him in, in Las Vegas with Josh McDaniels because the two had a good working relationship in New England for a while. And if they could make the money work out, I think that would be a really good fit for him if Jimmy ended up in, in Vegas with Josh McDaniels. A familiar face, you know, a relatively familiar situation. You know, there's some expatriates on that roster as well. So I think that'd be a good fit for him. A team that's uh, in the AFC East that you see two times a year, at least the Patriots do, is the Buffalo Bills. And their storyline that just keeps giving because of the growth, the growth of Josh Allen and unfortunately, Christopher, they seemingly get up to the finish line but can never cross it, going all the way back to the days of Jim Kelly. What have you seen from this team in terms of their growth but ultimately stumbling when it matters most? This is maybe my most fascinating team this offseason because they, in a lot of ways, were built to win it all this year. They have a lot of contract questions going into 2023 and I think it's going to be a really pivotal year for them in terms of the way they go about their team building process. I like them. And the fact that this is, you know, we talked about this, it's a quarterback driven league and they have one of the best young quarterbacks there in Josh Allen. I don't think they're necessarily going to take a step back, but I, I wonder about their overall development. And I know that for, you know, for a lot of good young teams, it's a two steps up, one step back process. And I wonder if we're going to see them kind of take a bit of a step back in 2023. I think that they're still good enough to make the postseason and make some noise and play meaningful games in January. But I wonder about where they are at this stage of their overall development as a franchise. A guy that made a lot of headlines this weekend is Eric Bieniemy, And we were just talking about this in our last segment, a guy you know, who's been at the helm of the offense for Kansas City for the last several years, has a couple rings jingling and jangling in his pocket. 
What do you make of the lateral move or semi-lateral move to the commanders where, frankly, they're the worst team in their division. They have an unknown at quarterback, and Eric Bieniemy's basically staking his claim to saying, I'm the real deal. I can fix this. Yeah, and I think it's a great move on his part because, honestly, look, he was never going to become the head coach in Kansas City. We saw kind of a similar situation. I'm not saying it's completely similar, but kind of a similar situation in New England with Josh McDaniels where he left, came back, left, came back. Uh, because, again, he was not going to be the head coach in New England, and so he decided to go out and kind of you know stake his claim elsewhere. Now, that being said, as you mentioned, it was a lateral move. I, I think that the proof is going to be in the pudding here that we've heard so much about the greatness of Eric Bieniemy over the last couple of years. We talked about, you know, is it Brady, is it Belichick, is it, is it the coach, is it the player? We're going to be able to find out now just how good Eric Bieniemy is. He was part of a great team, a great franchise, and he did a lot of great things with the Kansas City Chiefs, I'm going to be intrigued to see how he works in Washington and whether or not there's the possibility for growth there down the road, you know, depending on Ron Rivera's future. So if he could become eventually become the, the head coach, I, I have to wonder that that was at least part of the conversation when you're bringing in a guy like Eric Bieniemy, given his current situation. All right, before I let you go, got to sneak in an NBA question here. The Celtics is this year uh, Tatum gets his ring. I love it. I love it. I, I don't know if this is the year, but to be able to see him do what he did last night. And look, the All-Star game is what it is. You know, it's it's a glorified layup line, really, at this point. But this is a guy who has made tremendous leaps forward over the last year and a half. And if he doesn't win it this year, I think, he's, I think there's a really good chance he's going to win it next year. I, I think that really it stung last season when they lost to the Warriors, that process for him, it was a tremendous learning experience for him. So I think he's going to be able to take that, use it as a teachable moment, and, and really kind of allow that to, to fuel him moving forward. I don't, like I said, I don't know if he's going to win it this year, but look, he's going to be on the short list as, as a guy with a championship ring within the next two to three years. I'll put it that way. Christopher Price, check him out at the Patriots Report podcast. Thank you so much for a couple of minutes. My pleasure. Take care. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 